This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Jason and Alexis Show podcast, presented by our delightful friends at the Freehouse. When you listen to the podcast, you can thank the Freehouse. We thank them all the time, right, Lex? Oh, we love the Freehouse. Thank you, Freehouse. Thank you, Freehouse, and thanks for the beer. Lex, Dawn, I think we should go to lunch, and I have a great idea. Lex, are you in? I'm in. Let's go. Me too. You're in too, Dawn? Great. We're going to go to the Freehouse. It's going to be my treat, and... I'm telling you, I'm so excited because there are three ways that the free house can serve you. First, we can go inside. And we're going to go inside, you two. We're going to go inside. Or you can order online now from one of their delivery partners. Or, Dawn, if you don't want to hang out with me. Okay. You can pick it up from the restaurant and take it home. But I would prefer we all eat together. Let's go inside. Thank you. You know and what I want to have, Jason? One of those Roto want? Bird baguettes. <gasps> oh, Ooh. I love the Roto Bird baguette. Lex, how about a burger or a salad? What sounds good to you? Um, a salad, and I need a beer. Oh wow, Dawn! Listen to that. She wants a free house beer. Mama needs a beer, Lex. Mama I'm needs it. a beer. Mama's getting out. Mama's having a free house beer. Okay, well, Lex and Dawn and all of you, go to freehousempls.com. You can see the menu. You can order online and everything right there. Again, it's freehousempls.com. Okay. I'm using the jade roller right now on my face. Oh, how's it going? Well, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced it's making me look any better. I've used it twice. Now, I keep it in the refrigerator uh, here in my radio studio at Fox, and I use it now every day. Um, I don't know. Judge for yourself. I just made a video about an hour ago, because like I said, this is twice. It's that jade roller everyone rolls on their face. The stars swear that it decreases puffiness. I made a video in my Instagram. Just search for Jason Matheson. Go to my stories, and um, you can see how I'm rolling it. I don't know if it's taking off any years of my life. I think Dr. Beth has done more for that with my Botox, but anyway. Absolutely. I yeah. think it's sort of a waste of time. It feels good, but... It, it, you know, yeah. it does. I'm Refreshing, doing it now. Right? You know, Lex, it is. As I'm doing it now, I feel uh, refreshed. I do. So, give me just one more second. I'll be on okay. Do you put there any cream or lotion on your roller, or you That's just roll disgusting. It no, cold. I just roll it. Oh, oh natural. Okay. Lex. Okay, okay, putting it back in the freezer there. I don't know. But yeah, you can look. Uh, look at my face on my Insta. Tell me if I look 46. <laughs> okay. Let me know if I... Okay. Uh, yeah, anyway. Welcome to the show, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071 on this Thursday, October 22nd, 2020. I'm Jace with Lex Dawn. Uh, Kenny's taking the rest of the morning off. And uh, thank you for being here. So we ended the 7 o'clock hour poking some fun at our at our, at our girls, uh, Lori and Julia. Oh, it's a nice little song. <laughs> um, uh, we were talking about how Julia, well, and now it's confirmed Julia broke a printer 
uh, beyond repair. I mean, just <laughs> killed, just killed the printer. Oh. So, and then that spun us off into, I, I guess, the fun with Lori and Julia doesn't stop there. I, I guess they've been complaining openly uh, that they're the only ones on our staff that haven't, uh, quote, uh, had the joy of working from home. The luxury. And the luxury. I'm sorry. I, I let me. Oh, I no, want to get the quote right. Yeah. The luxury of working from home. Now, I, I guess it's in a promo. Lex and I haven't heard the promo. Okay. Don, do we have it or? Uh, yeah. Let me just pull it up here. Here, or What's I can it? try to. Okay. I thought let me, you had I'll, it. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you. Okay. What time look, did it play? Seven twelve. Okay. Seven. 12. Low J promo dash um, here. I can. Okay, I can here. I got it. You. I got it. You have it. Okay, here yep, we go. Here we go. Another Lori and Julia moment. Everyone has been allowed to work from home except for Lori <laughs> yeah, and I. It's true. We're better about it. it. We're just better. Every, seriously. Donna has. Mm-hmm. Steve has. Holly has. Mm-hmm. Helena Bradley each have. Yeah. yeah. You guys just won. We're the OGs Survivor. in every way possible. Right. I was working at home. Everybody Everyone was. got Jason, to do Alexis, yeah. Don, yeah. Kenny. Yeah, no, we didn't organize one closet. No, we worked from memory all the time. Not one closet. I'm so envious of these closet people. <laughs> Lori and Julia, okay. listen live or... So, um, if this, uh, you know, uh, we'll fact check like a presidential debate here. Um, uh, now, it's actually Rocco who's He's to wrong. Blame. Yeah. He's yeah. to blame. Rocco. Fake news, Rocco. Fake news. Um, so... Let's go through here. I have not worked from home. I have worked home for the talk show. But as Dawn will tell you, from day one of the pandemic, I came into Hubbard. Ever I came into Hubbard. Uh, I was not doing the Jason show, uh, but I've been coming in every day. Yeah, except he came for, into this building. Yeah. In the early days of the pandemic where Dawn and I didn't know what we were breathing in or touching, <laughs> right, Don? Yeah, and apparently <laughs> it wasn't good because I got was, sick. Yeah, apparently it wasn't good. Anyway, um, and so I only had one day where I did it at home because I was at the end of a quarantine. So, Rocco, fake news. Now, Lex has been home, not because of Alexis, but because, as you just heard me say, uh, when this started, I was coming home from a trip. And out of an abundance of caution... Because Lex Zen was about seven days old, uh, I called the bosses and said, uh, "We and we knew very little about the the pandemic." I said, "I she, I would feel awful, you know." Full disclosure: I'm coming home from Florida, so mm-hmm. please keep please keep Alexis at home. And then it just worked out that you just stayed home um, because, yeah, yeah for a, a myriad of reasons. Dawn, you were only home because you were sick mm-hmm. and, and not uh, working and not and working. Sick. Yeah. So. And then Donna and Holly only stayed, had to quarantine because I got sick. Yeah. But just Fake. the facts are facts. Facts are facts, Lori and Julia. <laughs> not everybody has worked from home. Yeah. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, but it's not always, you know, peachy keen working from home either, okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> and it's nice to have physical distance and, you know. Oh, I mean, there are definitely goodness. perks, and I do feel very blessed that I can. So yes. I don't want to sound that I, you know, but I, so. 
Yeah, no, it's grass is uh, greener, you know. Yeah, having some fun with them, but mm-hmm. they just they crack me up. Just and if they only realized the special treatment that they get, I mean, ladies, you have a whole office <laughs> a area wide. to yourself. You have a double wide. You seriously. <laughs> Love you. Oh, ladies, ladies, ladies. 810 is the time. Hey, um, I misled you and I apologize. Uh, I'm a goober. I misread our sheet. Uh, We have an interview coming up. uh, Is it tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. We have an interview tomorrow. Uh, Not down and dirty. Yeah. So Uh, so right now, though, uh, what's even uh, equally as fun. Alexis has an ab fab in the documentary category. Am I right on that, Lex? Yes. I do. Okay, so um, on Hill. So uh, tomorrow, I have a forced movie review. I have to watch Creep. Thanks, Don. Um, on Netflix, <laughs> which I will be watching today. And I, I brought it up when he came home. I said, "Hey, why don't we watch this tonight?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm not really feeling that right now." Can we watch something that I he heard Howard Stern talk about, which is My Octopus Teacher? Yes, it's on Netflix. And so I said, okay, well, that sounds really fun. Now, Don, you're going to hate this. No, Donna watched it. She loves it. Uh, so I've heard about how great it is. And okay, she's reading perfect. a book about octopus. Oh, she yeah. is. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I was just thinking about your, you know, water. just not the water, no. like in the water. And this is pretty much mostly underwater because <laughs> yeah. this diver, he goes to, uh, so he. this is in South Africa. They're on the Western Cape. And he... Uh, was diving and one day ran into this beautiful little octopus and so for the next almost year he would go every single day and he's also a filmmaker too so he has really fancy nice cameras that it looks incredible the footage that he got he also estimates that he spent about 80 percent or captive captured it of this octopus's life and he got Mm -hmm. every single moment pivotal moment being attacked by a pajama shark um looking at her environment and mapping out all of the different areas like where's her den where would she go to get food Uh, when was she kind of playing with some of the fish and eventually she became connected to him too so she would go up to him and uh he'd put his hand out she put her little suckers on there they have two thousand suckers and they move independently and it just Uh. makes you yeah (laughs) and i just looked up what a pajama shark looks like oh yeah i had to click away Ooh, they are fierce too and they're like the honey badger of sharks (laughs) they don't care okay don't they and they only live for a year right Yes, the octopus. Right. And then uh, he also, so he finds, it's a whole bunch of different things going through her life. She gets attacked and then later um, mating and what happens to an octopus after that. So you just, it's just so cool to see how he was able to capture her life and all of the other things in the ocean too, all of the other organisms, uh, the sharks, the lobsters, the crabs, how she captures them to you know for to eat, and it's just really a fun, cool movie. He also learns so many lessons about his own life, about how precious and his relationship with his son is, and so he brings him and. 
you can because watch this th- with your kids. Because doesn't this, it wasn't the catalyst, Alexis, wasn't the, the beginning of this. He was, he was spent, wasn't he? I mean, he, he was, was a, kind of a guy. He was a, yeah, he was a guy just, just exhausted, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And he decided, yeah, I'm just going to start diving. And uh, then he, it just, they came into each other's lives at the right time. And it's so funny because he's talking about, it's almost like a love story that you're watching. You know, without the physical stuff, you know, I mean, he's just it's just he they love each other. And every day he showed up, she would show him something. It's about trust and, you know, little things here and there. There is a part, though, where he decides to do some night diving and he would only he would solo dive. And oh, man, he's like, oh, it's so great down here. It's so relaxing. But of course, at night, you have to be really vigilant. Like, yeah, no kidding, because that's when. They're nocturnal, so she was out, you know, really getting her food for the night, and no. it, it, so that I'm with that you, night was whoa, whoa, because no. you, you need lights, and I'm just so curious. I'd love to see a behind the scenes how he was able to capture that. I don't know if he had like a selfie stick or he'd have multiple cameras going. Uh, and remember, he's he's not scuba diving, so he had to go up for air. Every so often, oh. so even so, he could leave his camera there and still hopefully capture what he's what he needs. But when, just the process is so cool too. My octopus teacher on Netflix is what we're talking yeah. about. Lex is naming it an ab fab. What when Stern was talking about it, what what stru- stuck out to me was how intelligent they are. I thought oh. they were as uh, dumb as a stick, so that's why I didn't mind eating them. But right. uh, and and Howard said this I jokingly, but I but I know Howard said that jokingly, but I don't think he was joking. He's like, now I feel bad eating them because mm-hmm. they're so smart. I mean, yeah, he, yeah. they liken he likened them to a dog or a cat or yeah. a primate. I want to watch this, but it, oh, it's just so cool. I'm watch the it. way that that it can transform, yeah, and camouflage and tra- move its body like bundle in a, like a little ball and suction shells and stuff you know because they're these sharks are looking i mean that's a tasty meal right there yeah you know so don you want to come over and watch it with me oh yeah for sure because i know how much you love underwater adventures Mm -hmm. yeah my uh the my teacher is it my teacher the octopus octopus teacher teacher. yep it's an hour and a half i've heard great things about it though donna absolutely loved it um i can't wait to watch it guys it's amazing Ab fab everyone. Absolutely fabulous. Find it on Netflix. 817. We're gonna find Dawn doing the dirt alert when we come back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. If you're wondering what's going on in the world of entertainment, what- another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Under no more. Dawn has her crystal ball and she's about ready to deliver the stories. In the dirt alert. Hello, Dawn. Hello. Ooh, I've got a juicy story about Shonda yeah. Rhimes. Oh, so. I love this. This is my favorite story of the day. Favorite yes. story. Yes. So she spoke with the Hollywood reporter about her decision to switch from her creative home ABC uh, for 15 years she was there with them to Netflix. She revealed that. Um, she felt like she was dying because of the constraints of network TV. It was too stringent for her life. Uh, that was one thing. And she said it was like I'd been pushing the same ball up the same hill in the exact same way for a really long time. But that was not the breaking point. The breaking point for her, um, it didn't involve anything in the writer's room or anything. It had to do with a Disney pass. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one of her perks was that she had a Disneyland all-inclusive pass. Um, So she asked when her sister was visiting for another all-inclusive pass for her sister. So they they told her, we never do this. And she was like, well, can I get one anyway? (laughs) So they actually ended up giving it to her. But when her sister went to the park, her sister arrived with her children and nanny. They arrived at the park to use these passes, which all-inclusive means that anyone in your party can get in. Um, It didn't work. So they're there sort of stranded. So Shonda Rhimes called a high-ranking executive at ABC to figure out what the issue was with these. this pass. It didn't work. And he showed no interest in giving her this $150 ticket to the park. And he actually said, don't you have enough? So she hung up. She called her lawyer and said this, I am moving to Netflix. And if you can't ink this deal for me, I'm finding new representatives. So I guess she got what she wanted because she inked a $300 million deal with them. And it all had to do with somebody's ego. saying, no, we don't do this for anybody, and don't you have enough? This is an example, I believe, of what I call umbrella problems, where there was obviously already some unhappiness on the on the part of Shonda Rhimes Mm -hmm. within with her with ABC, with her dealings with ABC, because um, when something and I'm not saying her complaint isn't valid because it is those little things that a company does, uh, and I speak from personal experience, that um, by itself, if you look at it individually, you're like, what? But it is it is in a prime example of the, the straw that broke the camel's back. The cherry on top. Yep. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then what, what could be just an isolated incident is just one final, like, blank you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One more little example of not feeling appreciated. And look, creative people, they have egos. They they need they need petting and 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 everyone does. 
in different ways. And if Shonda Rhimes was already feeling underappreciated and then because I'm sure a lot of you are sitting at home going, what's the big deal? She can afford to go. It's not Obviously, about that. It's, the it's not about Look it's the how much she's given had given ABC. Yeah. I mean, and if you, millions of dollars in revenue from her shows. That's what I'm saying. It's not the $150 ticket to Disneyland. It's what it means. Be, and that's why I that's why I am confident this was the end of a of a train of bad interactions between her and her company. And mm-hmm. this was like, you know what? I'm done. Like this is because all by itself, like if you were happy yeah, with this, ratty. Yes, ratty. exactly, Lex. If, and entitled. If, yes, if this was, a, if you were happy with the company and this happened, you could go to your boss and you would, and you would be like, seriously, uh, you can't give me a hundred and fifty dollars. Like, or you would be like, you're making a big deal. The the attendant made a big deal about a hundred and fifty. You would laugh it off. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if it's the caboose of a train of disrespect, yep. mm-hmm. you're out. And it, it, it's and I gotta tell you, it's that type of crap that gets to you. I'm I'm just mm-hmm. speaking from experience. Mm-hmm. It really totally. Is. Well, yep. And then it also makes me think about those in her position that. Uh, just just to, just to call up like that and go, hey, uh, can you um, help me out here? How many times they've actually followed through and said, okay, yeah, of course. Like, it's nothing to them, too. I mean, it's nothing to her, but it's nothing to them as well. Right. And, to, and maybe on what I'm trying to say is on the other side, too, they might have also had some things where they're like, eh, it's not worth it. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's also reflective of how they might have felt about her at the time. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily her feelings toward the company, but also, like, uh, she'll be okay, you know? Yeah. And yep. then to also be, have Shonda Rhimes' power and go, well, forget it. And, and maybe, I don't know if Netflix had been wooing her for a while. Oh, maybe. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah. she's probably, to also be in that position to go, you know what? Well, screw them. I, I, I'm going to go do this instead. Yeah. Yep. To be able to do that. A lot of people can't do that. I was going to say, it's a good thing to acknowledge that, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, uh, a lot of people couldn't get mad about something so trivial. Yeah. I'm just saying I can see how it would happen. Yeah. And, and yeah. Oh, absolutely. My my theory of why. It's a, there was an umbrella problem going mm, on that we yes. are not aware of. Yeah. Yeah. And on the other side, too, where they're just like, eh, whatever. Not worth it to us. Yeah. Yep. Which is a shame. Yeah. Uh, Chadwick Boseman is getting a chance to leave one last impression on awards season. Netflix confirmed yesterday to Variety that they plan to campaign for him as uh, the lead actor in the upcoming film Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Oh, so nice. they are trying to get him a nomination there. Um and uh, and to win, of course, uh, this the trailer was just released for this. This has uh, been a play since like the 80s. It's just a great play. Viola Davis play plays Ma Rainey in it. And it's about a 1927 real musician, Ma Rainey, just with her dealings with record executives and just how they, you know, took them for a ride and stole their money. It's a really interesting play. It has many Tony Awards, so check that out soon on Netflix. For more of these stories, go to mytalk1071.com. When we come back, all right, all right, all right. Howard Stern talks to Matthew McConaughey. Lex has that story next. And now, a hilarious Halloween dad joke by Alexis. What do you get when you cross Bambi with a ghost? Bamboo! <laughs> this has been a hilarious Halloween dad joke by Alexis.
I'd never heard that one. I'm, I'm sorry I did. Yeah. Let's <laughs> listen to Madonna again, please. Let's put, put Madonna. Let's let's. Uh, Don, can you just put Madonna up? Here's the chorus, everybody. Yeah. Uh, That's right. Perfect. Thank. Thank you, Don. That cleared. Deep. Yeah. Yeah. That cleared my uh, bamboo. Yeah. Get it, Don. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. Let's do one more. And now, a hilarious Halloween dad joke by Alexis. What happened to the bee when he got swatted by one of the Walking Dead? He turned into a zombie. <laughs> this has been a hilarious Halloween dad joke yeah. by Alexis. No. <laughs> Thank you for Madonna back on. Thank you. That was fantastic. Thank you, Madonna. Keep your baby. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That was Lex. I don't know. Uh, I don't know where. Those are new, aren't they? Those are new. I think so. Yeah. Hey, Lex. Hey, Jace. What did Frankenstein say when he woke up from a nap? Are you farting? Are you, what, what <laughs> that was that? my answer. Oh, he I thought you Doesn't he grunt? He, he kind of. <laughs> No, no. Okay. Um, uh, he said, I've just had a shocking dream. <laughs> yeah. Up, up, yeah. Hey, Lex. <laughs> yeah, Jace. Why were Dracula's pancakes so terrible? He couldn't count the ingredients. Oh. He got turned into the batter. <laughs> Nine seconds left of this, That's so right. no okay. more, please. Hurry, tell another one, Jace. No. Hey, hey, Lex. No. Yeah, Jace. What did, what does Big... <laughs> oh, it's over, Don. I'm sorry. Uh, hey, Lex. Yes, Jace. What does Bigfoot say when he asks for candy? Bigfoot. Um, I don't know. What? What does he say, Jace? Trick or feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my final one. Oh, Let's final one. Final oh, there's one. One more. more Lex. Yes. There's one All more. right. What you got? What you got? Hey, Lex. Hey, Jace. What can you catch from a vampire in wintertime? I don't know what. Frostbite. No! <laughs> mm. Okay, we're done. Eight thirty-five is the time, oh, everybody. We're smiling. We are. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Uh, thanks for being here. Kenny is taking the morning off. Uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew McConaughey was on Stern yesterday. Another great interview. Another uh, just, I mean, rinse and repeat. I mean, Howard's just so good. I mean, just sincerely so good. Mm-hmm. The, he gets people to talk about crap they don't talk about anywhere else. What were some That's of your... so true. What were some of your takeaways? Well, you probably have more than me because I am just... I didn't hear the interview. But oh, okay. what um, I did read about some of the other stories that he shares in his yeah. memoir called Green oh, Lights. Okay. Yeah. And one of them was about the naked bongoing. Remember when he did that? <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
So he wrote uh, that he bongoed naked uh, until the police arrested him and he resisted arrest at the time. This was in 1999. And he went into more detail about this. He said that his uh, uh, alma mater team, the Texas Longhorns, they won a big game against the uh, Nebraska Cornhuskers. No, that's a big, always a big college game. So he was celebrating and it was 2.30 in the morning. He was celebrating by smoke, smoking a bowl, and he part- he was partaking in a one-man naked jam session, of course, on his bongos. When the police showed up, they entered his home, cuffed him for what? disturbing the peace, oh, for possession of marijuana, and resisting arrest. How do you just come into someone's home, though? I thought that there are laws against that. Well, I guess the neighbors were complaining because he was pretty loud. (laughs) (laughs) So the police said, hey, uh, we got to take you in, so you need to get dressed. And he says, I am not putting beep on. My naked ass is proof I was minding my own business. This is proof (laughs) of my innocence. No way. So I guess he was considering making a run for it running up the walls oh and doing a God. somersault, a backflip over the police. He was thinking about this. Instead, he body slammed them to the ground and then was taken to jail. Oh, Whoa. he body slammed the authorities? One of the police officers, yeah, can't, yes. Can't be doing that nonsense now. So he said he got, to, he got to a call from the judge who told the actor he didn't understand or agree with how the situation escalated. And the judge threw out the disturbing the peace and the possession misdemeanor. So guess what? He only had to pay $50 for a noise ordinance violation. Whoa. <laughs> That's it. That's it? For the oh. naked bongoing. <laughs> Can you imagine having that on your record? Uh, imagine if he was black. He might be dead at this point. Exactly. That's exactly naked, what I was thinking. Naked bongoing. I, I mean, just... you body slam a police officer. And you only yeah. pay a $50 fine? I'm yes. sorry, but he should have paid for more than well, that. And also, not only that, but being a celebrity, I'm sure, helped him, too. I mean, he has a lot of different leg-ups on, you know, us regular folk, you know? <laughs> yeah, oh, no. absolutely. Uh, leg up. I just got oh. naked and putting his leg yeah. up like Captain Morgan. She's still yes. doing... She's still doing dad jokes, even though we're not doing dad jokes. It still continues. It's just it's natural for her just yeah. to continue. But um bum. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, so you listened to the interview. What what was your biggest takeaway, Jace? Because I well, you know, I he, need to listen. He had a few that I found interesting. You know, the the guy is just he is living his Oprah best life. I mean, he just does. He is fascinating and, and is just has so many interests, and he was talking about as I was driving into work. He was uh, Matthew McConaughey is what we're talking about. If you just tuned in, he was telling Stern he went. To, he's been several times, but on one of these trips to Africa that he's taken, he was uh, hiking, and he was stopped um, uh, by uh, some villagers. And I guess yeah. they do. And I'm I'm going to trip my way through this. I don't know exactly what village they were in, or or what the tradition is called. Bottom line, before he knew it, he was involved in a local wrestling match with this legendary villager. What? Yeah. Where he didn't know the rules. He didn't know what to do. And he goes, all right, all right, all right. And decided to do it with basically the Rocky Balboa of this African village. Uh. And, And he was talking about how. 
this uh, this guy was like he had uh, decorations in his in his beard and, and they were ripped out and through the wrestling and he was bleeding and sweating and he and he pulled away from the guy at one point in the, the, the champion or the legend didn't even break sweat. And then it was round two. And there was another three minutes, and they went back at it, and it was a draw. The ref, not the referee, but whatever the the leader called a draw. Both held hands, and this guy, uh, wow. this competitor, ended up escorting Matthew to the next village, hiked the whole way, fourteen miles away, holding Matthew's hand and never saying a word. But he wanted to make sure that Matthew had safe passage to this next his next location and wow, Matthew had a lot of respect for him for well he's yeah him and Matthew said it. it was it was just a lesson of of you know even competitors uh it's not about that it's not about the competition it's it's about mm-hmm. mutual respect and anyway and then he talked to uh, you know another thing right as uh, well you know what, let's take a break and I'll play he talked yeah. about dating co-stars and mm. and how movies with lovers in them there's something about movies with real life couples and he said this and it was kind of a ding ding moment where you went wow he's right i'll i'll, I'll let you listen to that exchange when we return and now on jason and alexis in the morning a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s coming sunday april 8th she's dead Wrapped in plastic. 11.30 a.m., February 24th. Entering the town of Twin Peaks. The Los Angeles Times says Twin Peaks is certainly like nothing else on television. W.C. Fields would say I'd rather be here than Philadelphia. The Washington Post calls it unprecedented. This you gotta see. Bobby, did you kill Laura Palmer? Sunday, April 8th, from David Lynch, Twin Peaks. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Ah, the days when network TV was exciting. Welcome back, everybody. (laughs) Jason and Alexis in the morning. Now everybody's ripping off Twin Peaks. Bly Manor kind of had some Twin Peaks parts to it. Oh, it's it's such a a cliche. It's overused. It's oversaid. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) It, but Twin Peaks is a perfect example of a show well ahead of its time. Yes. Well, I mean, in so many ways, and and it's hard to describe to youngins why that promo is so accurate. Uh, the I think that with the quote from the Washington Post, it's unlike anything. People don't understand. You know, there there there's certain shifts that happen in TV. Um, you can point to the late '60s into the early '70s. Uh, you know, '60s television was very goofy and very light and corny, so cornball. You had shows like Bewitched and Adams Family, yeah. and and the rural shows like Beverly Hillbillies. And then you know the world changed. I mean, the late '60s there was so much turmoil, and television reflected that. There was a almost like a switch went off, uh, and then you. Went to shows with with social commentary like All in the Family. The same thing with the '90s. Uh, you know, uh, yes, there was still TGIF with Full House and sitcoms ruled the roost. But then you started getting shows like Homicide, Life on the Street, Twin Peaks. 
And Twin Peaks really opened the door to a change in TV that we're still going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, less full house and less, you know, uh, 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 family matters and more drama, more reality, uh, more realism. And that's all David Lynch. That's all Twin Peaks. It really is. Uh, y- y- you can draw a map and there's a direct line to so many things we're seeing in television. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, and it's, it, you can draw the line right back to Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah. Um, Yep. Well, and he right now, remember like last summer he was teasing another project, but I just Googled just to see like, what is David Lynch doing right now? And he said he'd be working on a project if not for lockdown. Imagine what his lockdown is like. Oh my goodness. What kind of, like what does his house look like and <laughs> what kind of things does he do for fun? We got to send on there. Yeah. He's meditating. He okay. does. He has a whole transcendent. How do you say it? Transcendental. Transcendental. Meditation yeah, center. Like the David Lynch oh. Center in L.A. and all, like a lot of celebrities go to it, and just normal people, like anybody, can go. He's yeah. super into meditation. It's how he gets a lot of his ideas. Um, okay. He also so does that weather that. report <laughs> still that he yeah. used to do way back in the day, which is just a funny little his little weather report for L.A. Oh, you can yeah. see He's his house, that. that little it's room so that hasn't changed in thirty years. Wow. Yeah. He's an he's a he's a character, man. He's a he's a character. You can see that uh you can see those promos all over the place. Just uh, search for Twin Peaks promos. Um I promised you that Matthew McConaughey, he uh, we were talking about him on Stern yesterday. He had a really interesting observation about uh, Howard asked him if he's ever dated co-stars. And he gets to that answer. Uh, but at, but first he talks about an observation about lovers, real lovers on movie sets. Lovers. This I had never thought about this. Listen to what he said to Stern. I'll also say this, you know, if you look at at, at, at movies, if you look in the history of, of films, when you see a couple, if a couple like, you say they did a movie together and then later on they get married, right? And they make another movie together. Watch the movie. When they're, when they're, when they're really good is the movie before, they, before it was ever public that they were getting together and you, when they're on the approach that you're going, oh, offset, they got a little honeymoon now. But once they get married, you watch that movie, they're like, oh, I don't, they, they're not near as good together. They were better when I can, it's the movie when they met. Yes. <laughs> you it's go, the truth. That's the one that this thing is sizzling. Isn't that? I, I yep. never thought about it's that, the but tension. He's, he's absolutely right. Yeah, it, it's so it, true. It, there is an electricity because there's it is the chase. It's the it's the it's the uh, uh, cat and mouse, and it's the the electricity of ooh. It's the beginning of the sparks, and then when they're together, a reality sets in. You know, and, and now they're on the set arguing about who's uh, leaving dishes above the dishwasher. Alexis, uh, you know what I mean? It's yeah. I'm I sorry, do, that yeah. just kind of came it's out right. of my mouth. Yeah, I didn't true. mean to call you out there, but you, know, you you do have a history of doing that. But anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, that he is so so right about that. Think about Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Remember how hot that was? Yeah. Even even I'm thinking about Dexter. Now I know that they played brother and sister, so that's kind of gross. But um, even after, so uh, Michael Michael uh, C. Hall and oh Deb, the actress that played Deb, they Jennifer got together. Carpenter, yeah, that's it. Yeah, they got together during that series, and even after that, not that they had sexual tension or sparks or whatever, but you could tell there was a little bit of something there, right? Well, and yeah, then, yeah. And then where it's like, eh. and it was a part of the plot too. Remember, 
Oh man, it's been so long. They, got to, they get together. They fall in love in Dexter. Oh, do oh, they? Yes. Oh, I don't want to. Oh, wait a second. Yeah, You're that's right. Well, you've watched part... it later. Uh, yeah, more recently. Yeah. So then there's right. So maybe that's why I'm also thinking about that too, because it did actually happen. <laughs> but there was tension there, right? I mean, yeah. it was hot. A little, a little hot. Yeah. yeah, and then people were grossed out. I yeah, think. gross. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, but but there's really great examples of that having that tension. Castle's another one. Even with characters, you think about the characters. There's that tension before, and then they get together, and you're like, meh, I'm kind of done. <laughs> yeah, well, moonlighting. You know? I mean, they didn't really get yes. together, but anytime you 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 put the anyway. It's yeah, the I just. And then Matthew said a little bit later in that he revealed that he really tries not to date co-stars. He goes, he tries to keep it uh, respectful. He goes, now, look, I'm not saying that there haven't been crushes, mm-hmm. um, but I, he's told Howard he tries not to do Did that. Did he reveal who? He tried no. to get that out of him, I'm sure. No, no, okay. he didn't say so. But I, I look, he, you know, I still think Matthew needs to take a few more baths, but he was very interesting <laughs> in that interview. Oh, you know, I've always loved him, so I, I can't wait to have. listen to this interview. Yeah, it's it's good, Lux. You'll you'll really like it. Uh, and you'll really like tomorrow's show because it is, uh, well, you know. Friday! It's Friday! I was hoping you wouldn't say that. Uh, it is Forced Movie <laughs> Review Friday. Yeah! Alexis, All right. Creep! Creep! Right. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? Oh, that's right. I'm going to get scared. Oh, I can't wait. You do you, everyone. Have a fantastic day. We love you so much, and we'll talk tomorrow. Bye, friends.